Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This is going to be a somewhat unusual episode in that instead of sharing um, something related to our normal themes of personal development, dealing with adversity and coping with times of hardship, instead, given the Christmas season that's upon us, I wanted to share with you a brief reading from a Charles Dickens piece, which I particularly enjoy reading at this time of year. Um... It touches upon some of those same themes. It's not taken from A Christmas Carol, but it is uh, something that I think touches upon the idea that whilst Christmas isn't a universally happy time, and it can be a particularly difficult time if you're going through a time of difficulty, such as a divorce or financial hardship or challenges with your health or difficulties in other relationships in your life or in your family, um, it reminds us that actually there's a lot of of positivity to be taken uh, from life generally, and also lots of positivity that can be taken from this time of year, from the Christmas season, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. So I'm just going to dive straight into the reading. It's relatively short, so bear with me and I hope you enjoy it. It's from a piece called Christmas Festivities. Christmas time. That man must be a misanthrope indeed, in whose breast something like a jovial feeling is not roused, in whose mind some pleasant associations are not awakened by the recurrence of Christmas. There are people who will tell you that Christmas is not to them what it used to be, that each succeeding Christmas has found some cherished hope or happy prospect of the year before dimmed or passed away, and that the present only serves to remind them of reduced circumstances and straightened incomes, of the feasts they once bestowed on hollow friends, and of the cold looks that meet them now in adversity and misfortune. Never heed such dismal reminiscences. There are few men who've lived long enough in the world who cannot call up such thoughts any day of the year. Then do not select the merriest of the 365 for your doleful recollections, but draw your chair nearer the blazing fire, fill the glass and send round the song. And if your room is smaller than it was a dozen years ago, or if your glass is filled with reeking punch instead of sparkling wine, put a good face on the matter and empty it offhand and fill another, and troll off the old ditty you used to sing, and thank God it's no worse. Look on the merry faces of your children as they sit round the fire. One little seat may be empty, one slight form that gladdened the father's heart and roused the mother's pride to look upon may not be there. Dwell not upon the past, think not that one short year ago the fair child, now fast resolving into dust, sat before you, with the bloom of health upon its cheek and the gay unconsciousness of infancy in its joyous eye. Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has many, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Fill your glass again with a merry face and a contented heart. Our life on it but your Christmas shall be merry and your new year a happy one. Who can be insensible to the outpourings of good feeling and the honest interchange of affectionate attachment which abound at this season of the year? 
a Christmas family party. We know nothing in nature more delightful. There seems a, ma a magic in the very name of Christmas. Petty jealousies and discords are forgotten. Social feelings are awakened in bosoms to which they've long been strangers. Father and son, or brother and sister, who have met and passed with averted gaze, or a look of cold recognition for months before, proffer and return the cordial embrace, and bury their past animosities in their present happiness. Kindly hearts that have yearned towards each other, but have been withheld by false notions of pride and self-dignity, are again united, and all is kindness and benevolence. Would that Christmas lasted the whole year through, and that the prejudices and passions which deform our better nature were never called into action amongst those whom, at least, they should ever be strangers. Now that's only the start of the piece, but for me it really captures something very important about Christmas and the spirit of Christmas, particularly as I look forward to, as I'm sure you are, or I hope you are, looking forward to spending some time with family and loved ones. And that's the idea that you know, whilst terrible things might have happened in the course of the last year, and, and Dickens makes reference there to, to something which was obviously pertinent to his time, uh, to the death of a child, you know, that's something that obviously is probably the most extreme hardship that anyone could befall, certainly anyone who's a parent anyway. But the idea that, you know, these things have happened, but, you know, at this time of year or any time of year, we have a choice whether or not we, we kind of dwell in those things and let them kind of dominate us and own us, or if we actually... Thank, be thankful for what we actually have and be thankful and grateful for the time that we have now. Um, and that's something I try and get across to myself as much as to anyone in everything that I re write and that I speak about is the idea that, you know, bad things happen to everyone all the time. And it's our choice as to how we handle those things and how we respond to them. And, you know, maybe this time of year isn't the time to try and get too bogged down in all the negativities. You know, the fact is, if we're still breathing, we're still here, we're still living even if we're, as Dickens puts it, drinking a reeking punch rather than a fine wine compared to the, the wine that we had last year, we still have something to drink, you know, and there's something to be said for being grateful for that. And I know it's very difficult at this time of year, and it is a time that prompts a lot of people to feel great sadness and, and hardship and deprivation, particularly those who perhaps are alone or are going through times of difficulty. It's even the, hard, the harder to deal with those difficulties when you kind of see other people around you who are having a good time, who are celebrating with loved ones and, you know, receiving and giving gifts and, and eating fine food and all those kinds of things. It can be hard if you're not enjoying all of those things to feel that same sense of enjoyment. And all I would say to you is to perhaps just try and think about one thing that you do have to be grateful for, even if it's so fleeting as to just be grateful for the moment and for the fact that you're alive and you're breathing and you're enjoying your health or, or whatever else it is. And just allow yourself to enjoy those things. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself up if you're overeating and overdrinking, as I find myself doing frequently over Christmas. Don't feel bad for, you know, all the things that have gone wrong this year. Just pick one thing that you can feel grateful for and look on that with happiness. So I hope you enjoyed that reading. Um, if you want to, I'm sure you can dig it out. As I say, it's from a piece called Christmas Festivities by Charles Dickens. I read it in part of a, a, a kind of a book that brings together a lot of his writing on Christmas, including the famous book A Christmas Carol, which has obviously been turned into many, many different films as well over year, over the years. I hope you have a great Christmas. I hope you have a good relaxing break, whether you're celebrating Christmas or not, and that you get to spend some time with loved ones. And 
for 2019. This is Toby saying goodbye and I look forward to be back, being back here with you in 2020. So until then, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.